Hi guys, this is Tea and Talk. I am Rima. I've just finished my third year of university at the University of Birmingham and I'm joined today with Julia and Laura who are my two best friends. Guys, you just want to talk about yourselves? Uh, yeah, sure. Hi everyone, I'm Laura. Um, I am a creative writing master's student um, and like Rima said, we've all been best friends and known each other for the past, what is it, nine years, I think? Yeah. Um, yeah, Julie? <laughs> Hi, I'm Julie. I'm Rima's best friend also. And I currently, well, I work in a restaurant, but I'm furloughed at the moment. So I have a lot of free time on my hands. <laughs> I think we wanted to talk a bit today about um, like how to love your body and how to show your body love. And I think the first thing I'd like to talk about is a bit about celebrities and stuff, what we've seen recently on Instagram. Julie, were you talking about Lizzo? Yeah, it was in the news the other day. I saw it. So she's... Uh, it was on her TikTok, she was posting videos of her exercising, and she was saying that she doesn't do it, you know, t- to show people that she's exercising. She does it for other people who, you know, look like her and don't get that image out in the news. And then she had people shaming her, saying, well, if you do exercise, you're not healthy because of how big you are, and that isn't what we think health is. So she went back at them and said, just because I don't look how you think I should look, that doesn't mean I'm not fit, I'm not healthy, you know. She does big routines on her stages that I couldn't keep up with. So who are the people to say she is or isn't fit and healthy? Yeah, definitely. And I think what healthy looks like is very, it's, it's not what we perceive it to be. I think we were saying that, um, you know, just because you might look skinny, it doesn't mean that you're actually fit. Like in reality, you could be really skinny and you could only like jog for like 30 seconds, whereas you could be quite large and actually be much fitter. Mm. So I think the perception we have from, you know, maybe even like when you see adverts at you know for like Gymshark a lot of the time people are really really skinny and it's just like just because they're thinner doesn't mean they're any fitter. Mm -hmm. Mm, I've always found it strange especially with this Lizzo comment that you're making as well where unless you are that kind of ideal body type like Greek god kind of thing like she's exercising that's not right and then when she doesn't exercise and is just a bigger person like that's also not right so it's like kind of like you can't really win unless you are that body type that everyone you know supposedly wants you know it's like oh well sorry you're just gonna kind of be in the background of everyone's lives for a bit like you're not kind of recognized as a person like yeah and it's how you use the greek god example as well like if you think about it for men as well like if men exercise and they want to show that they're fit they need to have big muscles six pack big legs like they can't just be a normal sized man who's exercising and fit they have to be this greek god interpretation to go oh he's a healthy man yeah it's just that the the kind of when i say everyday body by that i mean a range of different body types like there is no kind of normal body it's just normality is that there is a range basically and that that range isn't you know shown in the media and in on you know on instagram in the newspapers and if it is shown if there is a range shown generally it's in a negative way and we've kind of started to transition i feel on social media but then you still do get the backlash like you're saying with lizzo and i I don't know i just feel like if i were to see someone just you know of say like a a thinner body type for instance like you know this ideal body type working out at the gym everyone would be like you know yes fire emoji 100 you know all that but then if there is someone you know larger at the gym and decided to then post that on social media um, you know, regardless of whether it's a case of losing weight, whether it's a case of maintaining weight, whether it's a case of I like to exercise for my mental health or you just generally enjoy exercise, there isn't that same 
usually anyway that same response of like love and I feel like showing self-love and bodily bodily love just generally is more difficult when you have this other range of body type because the love you may potentially show for yourself then isn't reciprocated which obviously in turn makes it harder yeah and I think what I'd probably really like to say that it's not just about showing your body love but also showing other people love the main message here is To be a positive person within yourself, you have to be positive to others. And in turn, that will make them more positive. They will be more positive. They will pass that on. The world will shine rainbows. And, you know, I just, I don't know. I just feel like it's really so easy to just be nice to people. But I think with this as well, like you were saying before, Laura, like you were saying, you either have people who don't like their body and that's shown, or you have, you know, massive body confidence. I love my body. But there is that bit in the middle where you were saying like you do just you get along with your body. You don't always love it or you don't want to post about it on social media. But if you'd like, I think if you explain what you were saying about that before. Uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So I feel and I feel like it might be a general consensus with other people as well. Um, just that there are, like Judy was saying, these two types. I say two types, just two general opinions that are shown a lot more on social media and the wider media of I love my body, I celebrate my body, you know, complete acceptance and being in that place is, I agree, an amazing place to be. And then there is also this other side where the media, you know, kind of does scrutinise the like larger body type or just a general kind of different body type. Um, and people get to a place where, you know, they don't want to look in the mirror. They're just like, oh, no, I just can't. People generally like take mirrors out of their homes just to not look at their body, which I think is just says a lot about the people, you know, that, that they come into contact with or that who they see on social media as well. I think that says a lot about their kind of socialisation, not in terms of, you know, they're in a bad way, but other people have kind of potentially pushed them to that point as well. But yeah, in this terms, this middle ground, that I've, I mean, this is for sure the place that I'm at. So I don't love my body, but I also don't hate my body. I'm just kind of okay with it, if that makes sense. Like, I just feel like your relationship with your body isn't kind of this linear path. Like, it's very much like a relationship with anyone else. Like, someone can do something to irritate you and, oh, I'm not going to speak to them today because you know, they put me in that place. It's kind of the same with your body. Like, I really feel like, especially where... Things like, you know, your haircut, your weight, your, you know, your skin, things fluctuate. It's really not, this is my body and I will look like this forever. Like, as your body changes, you kind of got to accept that your opinion of your body might also change or that love that you have or that hate that you have for your body will also change with that. Um, and I feel like that kind of needs to be represented a bit more as well, that, you know, you shouldn't feel this absolute pressure to hate your body nor should you feel that pressure to really love your body. Because, for, for instance, I felt seeing all these things on social media saying, oh, I love my body, which I completely, you know, love, follow all of them, like everything, support them. I completely agree with that message. But I can also acknowledge that I'm not in that place, but that that's really OK. Yeah, I think especially that sometimes you might feel that, right, I'm, for example, you could say someone's a size 12 and then you can tell yourself, oh, I'm going to be happy once I fit into a size eight. And then you lose all that weight, you fit into size eight, you're like, oh, I'm not actually happy. And you've got to realise that that size won't bring you happiness. It won't, like, as like it just won't because it's something that can keep changing. Um, so I feel you can try and change all these things, but you also have other things that you see on social media and keep wanting to change. You might, like, want to do your hair a certain way. You're never going to get to a place 
that's you're just going to be like oh my god I 100% love everything everything's perfect because that's not the reality like you'll always have something that you want to change um and I think the part that you've got to come to is just accepting that that you're not going to be always perfect you've just got to start respecting your body and how your body looks rather than trying to change it all the time yeah definitely what you were saying with the sizes as well like you know if you're a size 12 and you want to be a size 8 like you can go into a shop and you can be this size 8 but then you'll go into a different brand of store and all of a sudden you're a size 10 or size 12 and that can be so detrimental on those like your mental health because you think well Mm. why am I that size now but it's just the store, how they measure people. But then you need to take from that that these sizes and the labels they put in things, that's not your body. That's just, you just clothes that fit you. It's not something you should define yourself by. Yeah, for sure. I feel like, for instance, when we introduced ourselves, you know, in this podcast, I introduced myself, you know, I'm Laura. I do creative writing masters. You know, that's what I really enjoy. I'm not going to introduce myself you know hi I'm Laura and I'm a 14 like you know <laughs> do you know what I mean like it's it's really actually not of all that it's really not all that relevant like people at least people that are there to support you and love you and what I feel are genuine people aren't they just don't care that's really not you know top of people's priorities no. what size you are you know the the length around your waist like I just feel like as much as a body image is important in terms of how you see yourself because I feel like once you have, like Rima was saying, once you have accepted whatever body type you are and the change that, you know, will eventually come with that, um, you know, whether that's day-to-day changes or, you know, ageing or gaining weight, losing weight, whatever that may be, I just feel like you, you just kind of need to have a grasp on, like, almost the reality of that and accept change, welcome change, you know? Yeah, I think especially when, like I was saying before, that I'm was used to like when I was at school and sometimes well at sixth form as well actually I was used to like walking like 15 minutes like an hour a day and then also doing like going to Zumba a lot whereas when I went to uni I wasn't walking that much at all and I just didn't have I just didn't think I had the time for sports and stuff so naturally I gained weight and naturally I went up a few sizes and I've always had this like issue where I'm like oh I've got to lose weight and get back into my clothes for summer like those size eights and I was just thinking the other day like why are you trying so hard to fit it back into that like you can just buy new clothes like it's not gonna like change the world like stop making it about you know you've got to change yourself to fit back into those clothes when the reality is you your body will change and change in weight your whole life you will probably increase in weight you probably decrease at different times um I don't think anyone will ever really stay the same weight their whole life to be honest yeah that's true and I think as well weight is something that people in my opinion feel free to comment on obviously like I do work in the restaurant I see people so often I'm working behind the bar and I do get people that comment they go oh you're so skinny do you even do you eat anything and at the moment, I've I've got apron tied around my waist. Like, I'm wearing things that accentuate my body in a certain way. And I don't feel like I'm, like, ridiculously skinny. And when people say that to me, it makes me feel really uncomfortable because I have to make up an excuse, like, oh, yeah, I exercise loads. Or I just feel like they judge you on how you look straight away. Or, say, like, after the Christmas period when you've been snacking a bit much, they say, oh, you've eaten a bit much, haven't you? And I just, I don't know what gives people the right to feel like they could just comment 
on your weight just with what they what they see in front of them I feel like like we were like Judy what you were saying before as well that people have an opinion and they say that I have a right to an opinion which is fine everyone has these internalized you know thoughts about whatever's going on around them but I feel like I don't know if you were if you were to then take that opinion and put it out into the world you know whether it's social media or like you say someone commenting on you know your looks at the restaurant or something like I said before like is it really needed like especially I feel like even while you're saying people say oh you're so skinny like they might mean that as a compliment and you might take that as oh well actually you know I like being a little bit more curvaceous do you know what I mean like I feel like if you're making this assumption that everyone wants this really thin body type this really skinny body type and you're just you know putting Mm. it out there to everyone your opinion I just feel like you don't kind of take into account anything else about that person like literally anything else because that just says to me that when you see me or at least the first thing you want to mention to me is my appearance and how I look and that's of the utmost importance to you yeah exactly and it's when people say like you mustn't eat anything and that can be really hurtful to some people like you don't know what they've been through they might have had some eating disorders in the past and you saying that to them can just completely you know it can ruin their whole day because that's all they're thinking about like like you were saying before Laura with some comments you've had like they'll say that to you and then carry on with their day but you will go on thinking about that like it will be very hard to forget what they've said to you Mm, yeah for sure I mean I've had so many conversations with like Rima and you both and everything about (laughs) things from the past and um you know Mm. people's comments and whatnot and I won't go into it too much but for people listening um basically body shaming from when I was how old were we in secondary school like 12 13 I mean that's mad in itself isn't it at 12 you're being body shamed um (laughs) but yeah to pretty much like now really um and yeah and I've just been saying to these girls so as in you two not (laughs) people like then um yeah so it just people will make throwaway comments and think either oh it's for a laugh I have an opinion you know um oh that doesn't really matter like or or maybe she'll lose some weight now I've said that whatever the intention was whether it was you know malicious or not those comments have stayed with me till now and you know I remember every single person that said anything I remember every single comment and I'm in a place now where I'm kind of I'm kind of at a at a loss like in kind of battle with myself now because I'm on the one hand um you know I can get and this isn't like every day I don't think about it constantly (laughs) but um you know it can get to you these things that people have said despite the fact it's about a body that you know you you know all your cells regenerate over what is it seven years I have literally a different body back then and yeah and um I still think about that's now every like you know every now and then but then I'm also at the at the stance where I'm thinking well, actually, no, like, you really need to let go of that now. And I kind of get upset with myself saying, why do you let that bother you now? Like, I really want to kind of forgive and forget and just move on. But those comments really do stay with people. And I feel like, you know, I can say this and someone can hear that now and they might think, oh, I've said something to someone however many years ago. And obviously you can't take that back. But I just think it's so important to just tell people and be ruthlessly ruthlessly honest and just say like actually no these things really do stay with people I don't want it to stay with me I don't want to be talking about these things do you know what I mean like I don't I don't want to be thinking about that or like 
eight, nine years on. Like, no, thank you. But, you know, it does affect people. And I feel like people say that and they just kind of brush it off. Like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. But I think that's the thing with anything, you know, that's going on as well. Recently, if it doesn't, if you haven't experienced it and it doesn't affect you, you don't think it matters. Mm, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Have you have you guys ever had anything, not even necessarily about your body type, but just any and you don't have to say the the comment if you do remember it or you have heard it. But like, I mean, Julie, you were saying about your comment in the restaurant and that sort of things that people have said. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like it's regular or that it used to be regular back when you were younger or, you know, um, or have you seen people that have been nasty to others? Not even necessarily just about a body type, about any kind of bodily appearance, you know, just about someone standing in front of you and they're there and someone felt the need to say anything. Like, have you have you ever seen that or had that yourself? um I definitely have I feel like like you say when people say something it's really hard to forget and I remember in art class um I won't say who it was but I remember it was really quiet and then I was obviously just like drawing and then this boy came up to me and just shouted ugly in my face and everyone heard it and everyone looked around and I remember feeling like I just really want to cry like I just really want to leave um and like that thing won't ever like leave my memory like I I know I'll always remember that because it's affected me so much and I think you guys know how much I have like not an issue but I just never think that I'm pretty or anything um and like it's those little things that do affect you and one thing I want to say about that is like what I try to tell myself is like that is just literally someone's opinion like it's just someone's opinion like it's nothing more and there's been so many times where someone said oh you look really nice in this you look really pretty and then I've forgotten all of those and I think it's really easy to remember all the negatives and I would just say to that like let it go because that negative opinion is not helping you and it's not helping you progress if that makes sense like of course I remember it for, for always um but it doesn't matter what that one person thinks and I think what we were saying before as well like Mm. that beauty is always changing like the fact that beauty used to mean being really like big and looking really healthy and now it means looking really skinny like beauty just the definition of beauty changed all the time it is literally just an opinion yeah for sure I completely agree with that and I feel like the fact that the three of us have all had these you know different experiences all with different comments as well it's not necessarily everyone saying you are fat <laughs> but um the fact that we can all remember these experiences I'm sure you can all remember the people you know the people's face you know that said it to you you know you know exactly what they said um and I just feel like that speaks volumes really that unlike you were saying that I don't remember um you know all different people you know saying oh you look lovely or you know whatever nice comment it might be you really do hold on to the negatives um and they do make the bigger impact because it's just generally more shocking isn't it that someone would feel the need to say something like that but yeah I completely agree with you just do your best to let it go if you've got something that's kind of niggling in the back of your mind like you've got something there you know for sure just try and let it go that's where I'm at now like I very much don't want to hold on to them things but you know sometimes your mind does kind of go back doesn't it it wanders at night um so yeah for sure do try and let it go yeah 
it is those negative thoughts as well that your brain does hang on to. But are there ways that you found that, you know, you can, I don't know, that meditation, some people say it helps them. What are ways that you, you found that help you get away from those negative thoughts? Um, so for me personally, I very much love writing about every you know everything I've kind of experienced and that's not necessarily something that I would kind of share with the world and put up for publication (laughs) but you know writing all these things out I feel really helps me but the main thing I have found and to be honest I've really not spoken about these sort of things until like the past kind of I guess year um is just actually talking with my friends about it and I feel like especially now where we've kind of all shared these things and we do all have really similar experiences it does make you feel a lot less alienated which in one sense is a massive shame because obviously this is happening a lot but it's also comforting in the fact that you know I found that um, sharing things with people that have similar experiences just kind of help you to kind of be stronger in yourself and know that actually know these other people were you know just nasty people and I found that that's been really uplifting for me um what about you Rima? Yeah I I definitely agree and I think I remember when that happened and like obviously that's just one example um but it's it's sharing those experiences and feeling like you're not the only one who has um these thoughts like these doubts about your body I remember thinking like oh I'm literally the only other person that you know feels this like uncomfortable in my skin like I just hate my skin and then you read you know you go on Instagram and there are some really good um accounts out there that you know talk about this and express that other people feel like this and I remember thinking like I'm obviously very hairy I'm an Asian girl let's be real um, and like I've got a snail trail and I remember thinking I'm the only ever girl who has hair on their like tummy and then I saw this post and it was about like people's um, snail trails and I was like what like I didn't know other girls had like hair there like, I thought it was the only one and you don't realize that you know you, there are other people with similar bodies out there there are other girls that are hairy you just don't see it sometimes on tv shows or movies because they're probably shaved everywhere like Follow those Instagram accounts that will make you feel better. I think my favourite one is, I think it's called Body Posy Panda, something like that. Yes, I love her. Yeah, she's amazing. She's got a book as well. Mm. Um, read that. I can't remember what it's called. Um, but I would say, like, one thing, one way to, like, show your body love is literally just look up images that just type in, like, I don't even know like similar body types that you have and follow those accounts because once you follow those accounts you see that other girls look like you and it's normalizing how they look because you know you're not the only one out there and especially like with I've got a massive problem with my tummy like I think I've got a big tummy but I, I really probably don't like yeah you definitely do not no exactly but that's just how I think I look and then I've gone on to you know these Instagram accounts and people do like um before which is like posing like sucking in their tummy and then after like when they're actually relaxed and not you know twisting their hips or their legs a certain way and I love those pictures because it's just like oh yeah that's actually to be honest if I sucked my tummy in and did a certain pose in the mirror I'd probably look like I've got a really flat tummy and you know but that's not the reality so I think another way to show your body love is don't compare yourself to what you see on the screen because reality is they've probably sucked their tummy and it might have been airbrushed or, you know, 
they might just be posed in a certain way. They might not have eaten yet, like, especially girls, like, I get so bloated. They just might not have eaten yet, so just think outside of the box of, you know, what your mind is telling you that, oh, uh, you're the only person that looks like this. In reality, no, there's so many different body types out there. Yeah, for sure. And, like, I think what you were saying as well about the kind of before and after, you know, with someone posing and then someone basically being real with their body, I personally really love that because (laughs) I feel like that's a direct kind of subversion of the before and after of the weight loss you know transformation post that people put up and you know as much as that's amazing if people want to share their you know their weight loss journey and they're really proud of it and they're amazed by the results whatever that may be you do you I'm not about to comment any (laughs) any hate on your picture but personally I so so love the before and after of basically someone conforming in in that they're really putting in that effort to conform i.e you know they're posing a certain position they're sucking in they're you know all these different angles and then the after being here is my reality that might not be your reality but it's mine let's get on with our lives like I really love that like I just feel like that is gradually online being slightly more normalized but I feel like we have got such a way to go and for instance like when um I was at university um, and I've done burlesque, well, I still am at university, but um, so for the past, uh, how much? Yeah, four years, I've done burlesque. And that is such, for me, like a, I say life changing, and that sounds really dramatic, but it's not because I've just never been around a group of people that are so not bothered about what each other looks like. It's just, I mean, that for me was like, so amazing and then you go on stage and you get glammed up and you basically express who you are through literally being almost naked on stage and I mean in this group these aren't all like you know um Adonis's sort of thing on the stage like they really are literally every body type you know people are showing stretch marks hair you know rolls um I mean abs you know people are showing everything like and I just feel like that's such an amazing community to be a part of. And I mean, I love burlesque anyway. I love, you know, well, everything about it, really. But another thing that I would really suggest for people and that I feel is such a life changing thing, go to a burlesque show. Honestly, <laughs> it's amazing because you'll just see because you might be, for instance, I'm a curvier person. Right. So and you'll be sitting in an audience. And if you're that person. You'll be, you know, look, watching, you know, all these different acts on the stage and you'll see a bigger person. And by that, I mean, like you can have really like much larger people. You can have slightly curvy, you can have smaller, but, you know, basically someone that can kind of represent you and you see yourself in on stage, you know, dancing, having a laugh, engaging with the audience and the audience really like go mad and really scream and cheer. And for me, that's such an amazing alternative, you know, seeing that and being around that kind of atmosphere to people you know when you think back to people who've made comments about you in a negative way or you know when you see people's comments online and you know the media body shaming people and that kind of thing I just feel like if you go to places like that which just seem so bizarre and mad but actually that's you know what people should be like people should be cheering I should be cheering everybody that walks down my street you know they're walking their dog I want to be holding a banner, be like, yes, go you, love your life, you know. (laughs) Definitely. And you're saying about your burlesque and 
I know for me, without, you know, revealing my body, even just getting on a stage in front of so many people, I, I couldn't think of anything worse. Do you, do, you, do you get nerves doing it? Like, how did you make yourself do that? Okay, so yeah, for me personally, and I know the other girls that, um, you know, I did burlesque with, all got the same nerves. Again, this is no matter your body type, everyone has the exact same nerves because it's kind of out of the ordinary to get on a stage in your bra and knickers. Um, so yeah, really, really, really nervous. I remember the fir- my first show, my first performance, I was standing backstage with one of my best friends at uni because she um, joined this club with me, this burlesque club. Um, and it wasn't a solo performance or anything like that, but there was a group of about eight of us. Um, and a couple of them were from uh, years above that had you know performed before and I was just standing there like really really panicking within myself just thinking like oh my goodness there's no way I can do this like because I feel like you really hype yourself up beforehand and you just think oh my gosh yes this is going to be amazing and then you get there and you're kind of second guessing yourself you're like no there's no way but then you go on stage and honestly the feeling when you're on stage you kind of just have to do it because you can't really just stand there mindlessly on stage you know doing nothing you're kind of in that position where you're forced to do it which again I think such an amazing it's such an amazing feeling because I actually really really love it and enjoy it you know every time you're on stage and again all these people cheering at you like you're feeling good with yourself because other people are as well oh it's just it's such like a rush and so amazing but again I really feel like throwing yourself in the deep end like that is oftentimes such a good way to get over some insecurities because like I mean before uni there's no way I would think oh yeah I'm going to get into burlesque I'm going to go and end up doing that that wasn't on my list of you know my bucket list of things to do but I I love it I love it and I you know it's I love performing I love going and watching and like embracing these people um you know I did um some of the hair and makeup with people backstage and all that just all that buzz that you get is just so amazing and lovely and again it's you know the body type is kind of irrelevant because everyone's just as nervous everyone's just excited everyone's just as good a performer as well on stage so yeah (laughs) really loved it and that confidence that you had when you were on stage, because obviously you were confident doing that. Uh, did you do you carry that with you? Does that help you with your daily life? Is there like sometimes, um, obviously with certain things, you have a mind frame and you think, right, how do I think in burlesque? Let me let me use that to help me in this situation. Does that happen to you? Um, kind of, yeah. So I feel like do you know where, like I was saying before about being in that kind of middle ground where I'm not really in love with myself and I also don't hate myself I'm just kind of okay with who I am I feel like I've got to that place um one of the reasons being burlesque um and I mean that really really does encourage you and uplift you and that memory where it (laughs) is such like an amazing experience and a really strong vivid experience as well um you do for sure take that with you and you know hold your head up a little bit higher sort of thing but I mean, I don't always think to myself, oh, loads of people have cheered for me, you know, and I've just been in my bra and pants. Therefore, I'm this amazing, confident person because I have I still have like, you know, loads of insecurities and loads of, you know, down days and that kind of thing. But that doesn't take away from the fact that I know that I am deserving of respect. I know that people, you know, like my body. I Not that that's, to be honest, really necessary. Um but I mean, for sure, it gives you confidence. But I wouldn't say that that makes your confidence, if that makes sense. Mm. No, I think it's, I think what Julia was like, not trying to say, but I think what Julia was getting at is maybe that, you know, if you are doubting yourself and you're doubting your body, 
if someone's recently said an, a nasty comment or you remember that, maybe try and remember all these like burlesque happy moments you've had and the times where, you know, you've actually felt really positive and really celebrated and you've seen that, you know, when it comes to reality, when people are united in something they really love and they are celebrating their bodies, it is a really lovely thing to go out and perform and hold on to those memories hold on to when people are saying oh you look amazing or your your makeup's amazing um you know you look really nice in that try and counter those sometimes negative thoughts about your body with the happy memories you have if that makes sense oh yeah yeah for sure yeah that, yeah I completely agree where you've got negative memories but you also got really really strong positive memories as well um that kind of counteract them a bit but yeah, it's for sure something to take with you for the rest of your life. And you do have that extra oomph kind of thing and that extra knowledge in yourself. Yeah, I completely agree with that. But I just really think I would so, so encourage, and this isn't necessarily burlesque. I'm not asking everyone to just get in their knickers sort of thing. <laughs> but I would so, so encourage you, you know, anyone listening, if you feel like you need some, whether it's, you know, with body image, with mental health, with whatever it is, if you feel like you need some extra kind of oomph, I would so, so recommend that thing you've been thinking about that looks really fun that you think you could never do you know that you think oh that's probably not for me you know I probably wouldn't be any good really just go and do it even if it's just one session of it like I would so so encourage you to go and just try it because those things that you think you know you could never do when you do do them you really surprise yourself and you do have that extra confidence in yourself I would just yeah I would so encourage you to just try something bizarre just something mad just go and do it Mm. I think like a lot of the time you might have these questions thinking oh this might happen what what are people going to think well the worst thing that can happen is you don't enjoy it that's it like it doesn't really matter what other people are thinking other people might be doing it for the first time themselves especially after lockdown I can imagine you know loads of people trying new things so in reality the worst thing that can happen is you just don't enjoy it and you don't go again like and if anything you're benefiting from trying something new and it will be nerve-wracking um anything you try new will definitely be scary but you've really got nothing to lose like I definitely think going to things you've not tried before is a perfect way to get yourself out there and you know really change up your routine or if you're really feeling like you don't know what to do even just having a dance in your room for half an hour with your headphones in like listening to your favorite songs like that's fine like just do that do those things that make you happy yeah definitely and I I've had that and it sounds really silly but with in situations where I think I really want to do that but I'm afraid of what people might think of me they might judge me I always have like my little mantra that says the people that mind don't matter and the people that matter don't mind and now that sounds silly because you know it's just one of those things but it's really stuck with me because it's true the people that judge you and things like this they're they're not your friends they're not the people that you'd go to for advice and the people that are truly your friends or your family don't mind if you're doing these silly things or things they that aren't acceptable in like the not social norms but it makes you happy so that's what matters yeah definitely especially I think like if you're going to try something new tell your friends like I'm sure they'll be rooting for you like you know they're like egg you on to do it and encourage you to do it so you know tell people when you're going to do new things if you're they're really your like proper friends they'll be proper like wanting you to go out there and do those things mm, yeah I completely agree with that as well and like where what you were saying Julie as well with um not everybody's opinion or thoughts really matter 
which is so true and I mean as I've got older as well I really feel like I'm so happy to act really silly and stupid when I'm out like I mean you guys know like I'm with you anyway not with everyone just quite a loud person (laughs) um but I really have this stance now like if I'm out and being silly if people you know some people might be embarrassed you know they don't want to act a certain way but I just really am at the point now where I just think I literally have just walked past that person. They don't know me. They've seen me for what, five seconds. Are they just what they think really? Is that going to affect me? Am I going to take that with me for the rest of my day? Like, no, probably not. So I'm just at a place now where I'm just happy to like to do me, to just to do what I want, be who I want to be kind of thing. And, you know, with whatever body type I have, with whatever I look like. You know, I'm happy to go to, the, I say go to the shops, go down to the like local shop down the road in my pyjamas now. I would never have done that however many years ago. So I just think the a whole, the a main message really that comes from body love and self-care and that kind of thing is just more, not necessarily you have to have this epiphany and this real love for your body, but to just be comfortable with who you are in every aspect. Yeah, I just feel like that's such a, a massive lesson that I hope you know people take with them Mm, definitely and I think the the big message of this episode is definitely you know that you might not always love your body but what you can do is respect it um and you can respect that it's not there to look perfect like your body is you know actually what is the function of our body like to keep us alive like you know it's not there to look amazing that's not why we have a body if that makes sense it's not about having flawless skin it's not about having hairless skin it's not about looking like you know bronzed or whatever like that doesn't matter what matters is like inside like you know how kind you are to people how you love other people if you're respecting other people as well so the best thing you can do for your body is treating it like it's your child even like you wouldn't tell your child oh you don't look nice in that oh you know your tummy's sticking out oh I think you need to shave your legs like you wouldn't do that so the best thing to do is honestly just respect your body and respect that it's not always going to be perfect yeah for sure I, I would I would also add as well are you saying about family and what would you say to your child and that kind of thing I would also kind of acknowledge as well. So for me, like I've had certain people in my family that have said those sort of things to me for, you know, a long period of time. And I just say to people as well, you know, if people are continuously saying negative things towards you, it really is okay to take people out of your life completely. And I just feel like a part of uh, body confidence and self-respect and all these different things is kind of being able to almost take charge of who you are and what you are and sometimes that means um to just remove yourself from certain situations to to speak up for yourself you know to to look in the mirror and say you know I am who I am and I'm really happy with that you know to sometimes cut people out of your life if they you know are on that same wavelength um but like Rima was saying I think really you have to treat your body with the respect that you would that you personally would a family member um yeah I completely agree with that okay that's amazing guys if we could just round up by saying just one thing that you think you could do to you know how to show your body love so I'd definitely say my number one tip is to unfollow anyone on Instagram that you think is making you look at your body and think negatively and follow those 
body positive um, accounts that really celebrate all the different types of bodies out there, different shapes, different colours and everything. That's my number one tip. Okay, so my number one tip would be to try and surprise yourself. Um, And like I said, whether that's trying something completely new, whether that's, um, you know, trying on an outfit that you would never normally wear, but you actually think, yep, that's a bit of me. Whatever it is, I think really surprising yourself, especially if you're stuck in a rut where you do have these negative feelings about yourself. If you try to surprise yourself and you do then surprise yourself, that for me really helps kind of motivate you and push you, you know, onwards in a positive direction. Um, And yeah, Julie? Yeah, so what you were saying with the outfit as well, like that really helps me personally, like wearing things that make you feel confident, no matter what other people may think of it. But if it makes you feel that bit more brave, that bit more confident, then people will see that in you. And that will have such a massive effect on how you carry yourself and how you how you act and how you want people to be with you. Yeah, that really reminds me of um, that Queer Eye episode we recently watched Um the anxious activist I think like she really changed once she was wearing clothes that were like vibrant and you know she actually really liked and I think you can you know I always wear quite dark clothes and then recently I was like why is everything so dark and I realized that I'm just scared to like wear vibrant clothes if that makes any sense like I'd rather just blend in but you know why not wear like red and stuff it's it makes me happy so definitely do those things that make you happy be loud and proud everyone (laughs) love yourself (laughs) thank you so much for coming on today guys Uh, thank thank you you for having us yeah no worries (laughs) bye Bye, everyone have a good day Bye. bye